0: Yes, I gotta
1: have faith. faith. You're listening to Faith
0: at Work, brought to you by AirAccountant.io, outsourced controller and bookkeeping services. Now to our host, Carl Grant. Welcome to Faith at Work. I'm Carl Grant here with Ted Davies, Chairman and CEO of Altamira Technologies Corporation. Thanks for joining us, Ted. Thanks, Carl. Look forward to talking to you. So. You have had some big jobs throughout your career. I'm looking looking over your bio here. You've you've been running Altamira uh, Technologies Corporation here for the past uh, five years, and and you've read run uh, Unisys before that. How did you get into um, being a CEO and running companies like this?
1: I've had a I've had a blessed career. I tell people that in many ways I kind of grew up at Booz Allen, uh, mid '80s to the early 2000s. Um, learned a lot about. Building teams and culture, and, and working closely, building client relationships, and bringing great solutions to them. And when I moved over to Unisys, that was really about uh, applying technology to solve mission problems. Uh, Unisys, at its core, is a technology company. Um, and by the end of the 11 years there at publicly traded company, I, you know, I was getting to the point where I wanted to try something different. Uh, Had an opportunity to be introduced to Altamira, which is a private equity backed company, very focused on the national intelligence community, uh, delivering very high end mission solutions. And they were looking for a leader to come in and construct culture that would attract, develop, and retain great people and do great stuff for customers. And I had the opportunity to come in and really run the show. So, I had uh, been a partner at Booz. We had big responsibilities there. I had the opportunity to run the federal business, at Unisys, but part of a publicly traded company had some, some constraints there. And I hear really full control over what we're investing in and how we're, how we're building culture and delivering for our customers. And so it was a, an exciting step uh, to be able to move over here, and it's been a, a fun five years.
0: And it looks like you joined Booze right after getting your MBA from George Washington University. Was Booze really the training ground to become a CEO? Well, actually, I, I got my
1: MBA while I was at Booze. Oh. So I was doing consulting work to the Navy. And uh, at the same time, I was going downtown to George Washington in the evenings to do my MBA. Uh, it was a, a pretty uh, long four years, but... Uh, the company and the customers were very supportive of it, and uh, I think the MBA combined with the booze experience was a very good foundation. But the things I learned at Unisys were invaluable as well. Uh, again, around applying technology, uh, working around innovative new solutions, and bringing those to market, uh, and then the experience uh, helping to remake a publicly traded company when I took over the Federal business in 2008 into nine. Uh, It it was, you know, the company was in a tough spot and they brought in a new CEO and the leadership team came together and and had to really remake the company to help it survive. So that I learned a ton, uh, you know, during my Unisys days as well. And and I would say that the combined experience of Booz and Unisys prepared me very well to to lead a company like Altamira, which is private equity backed.
0: And in your spare time, you were chairman of the board of the United Way of the National Capital Area as well. Um, How do you find time to do all this, Ted? Uh, it's, it's
1: about priorities, you know. I've I've always felt you know blessed and lucky to have the opportunities that I have, and always have wanted to give back since ever since I started working and in college even. But uh, I had the opportunity to start to get to know the United Way, at Unisys, and and got involved with the board. Uh, you know, this these things always take small steps. I was on the board for a year. They asked me to lead a strategy update i led let a strategy update. And they said, why don't you become the chairman and help implement the strategy? Uh, so I did that. And at the same time, the CEO left. So I had the opportunity to hire a new CEO for the United Way, a woman named Rosie Allen Herring, who's just a wonderful leader and, and a friend. Um, and just the ability to have an impact in the community, I think, is really important. Um, so I, I feel blessed to have had that opportunity. And if you get a good team in place with an organization like that as a, as a board chair or board member, you can, you can add value, but you don't have to spend all your days and nights running the day-to-day part of that operation.
0: And you met, mentioned a couple times that you're blessed, and it, it looks like you are. Talk to me a little bit about your faith and how that became part of your life.
1: Yeah, I have uh, I guess a, a long journey which I'll, I'll shorten um, grew up in in New York you know, part of a nice Christian household but I went to church but you know wasn't overly uh, overly committed probably the way to think about it through most of my young younger days uh, met my college sweetheart who was very uh, very committed and once we got married and moved down here uh, joined a church and got pretty active there and and had kids and and, and they were very active and it just solidified my 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 uh, relationship with Jesus, and you know what what really uh, turned for me was my wife, my college sweetheart, uh, contracted lupus, and after five years um, she passed away from that. And uh, it was a traumatic five years leading up to it, and a traumatic years after that. And I just I really got deep in my faith. Pe- people go through bad times. Everybody has challenges in their life, and and I. I chose to lean on Jesus and, and in my faith, and it, it made all the difference for me. Um, so that's kind of how I, how I got to where I am today from a
0: faith wow. uh, Ted, I, I, um, you know a lot of people go through something tragic like that and they go the other way. Uh, how did you how did you you know avoid having resentment towards God and and how did you draw towards him?
1: That's a great question. Uh, first of all, my 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 wife, my my college sweetheart, uh, we just so full of faith all the way through. It was just inspiring. Uh, second thing was that I had some really good friends that, that just loved me through it. I mean, I can't put it any other way than that. They were there for me and they prayed with me and, and helped me, uh, help me feel the presence of God. And, and the third thing is just a choice. I think, you know, how you react to life is, is your choice. And, uh, I just felt like I started, even during the dark times, I, I prayed every morning. I started my prayer with thanks to God for everything he'd given me and tried to focus on that, not on what I was in the process of losing or, or the things that, that had gone wrong in my life. And, and the combination really saw me in the right direction.
0: Well, that's re- really encouraging. So w- with a big job like you have, how do you integrate your faith with your work?
1: I walk with God every minute of every day. I just, I have gotten to the point now where it's an ongoing conversation. And I try and uh, have my Christian values drive the way I operate a business. And I believe that Christian values are totally consistent with an ethical way of running a business. And I don't need to stand on a soapbox and proclaim my faith every day. To lead a business in a way that I believe the Lord would want me to lead it. And um, that's how I focus on that.
0: So when you do that, do you ever get questions from from other uh, executives or employees asking you why you did something a certain way? Does it ever draw out uh, questions about these things?
1: Periodically. Uh, You know, I, I, I am very sensitive to our Legal structure and culture today, and I I do not openly proclaim things that often, uh, but definitely people pick up on it and come to see me and talk to me about it. I've I've prayed with people here in the organization. Uh, you know, those that are open to it, we have conversations, and and others it never really comes up, and, and it's okay either way. Uh, but I, I remember I had a, a mentor at one point a, at our church in Vienna, and uh and he had said that. You know, what he prays for is for God to send people to him that need to hear about his word. And and I pray that sometimes. And usually people show up in some way, shape, or form, either at the office or outside of work or a business colleague. And, uh, you know, oftentimes it's a cup of coffee or a lunch where you explore it more deeply. And normally, almost every time, both both of us walk away, you know, feeling, feeling a little bit better.
0: And you mentioned praying a few times there how else do you incorporate prayer with your work life what kind of things do you pray over and do you see results from those prayers
1: I that's a that's a hard question to answer in terms of if I see results uh, pretty easy on on what I pray I you know i I pray most mornings and at different points in the day and in the evening you know that I am that I am making decisions and living in a way that is pleasing to God And if you focus on that and you accept the fact that um, you're not going to maybe see the answer every day, uh, then it's okay. And I kind of have three things that I talk about with people quite a bit that I've learned over all this. The the first one is that that I don't control everything. You know, I want to work hard and, you know, the saying, work as if it's all up to you, but pray as if it's all up to God. So I want to work hard, but I recognize most days, not every day, but I recognize most days that I don't control the outcome on stuff that God does. Uh, The second thing I talk about is that it's not all about me. I like to, you you like to think that in any outcome at a, at a, in a business, you know, it affects you and it's all about you. And you tend to focus on that. And I have to remember that in, in my case, we have 400 people that work here and you know, hundreds of subcontractors and customers and shareholders and stakeholders, and there's a lot of people that are affected by how things go here. And uh, whatever outcomes happen along the way, or it's not just about me. Uh, and then the third thing that I've gotten more comfortable with is that uh, whatever platform God gives me, whatever comes out of everything that's going on, I'll use that in a way that He wants me to use it. I, I don't get married to an outcome. It's kind of the way to way to think about it. And and I think that's That's refreshing and encouraging. I will tell you that like everybody, I am on a journey. I don't live those things every single day. Uh, But when I remember to think about those, it helps me get through what I would call sometimes ups and sometimes downs of anybody's business career.
0: Wow, that's good. That's good advice there, Ted. So tell me, do you think God has a sense of humor? And if he does, have you experienced it?
1: I I know God has a sense of humor. Um, I'll give you two, two quick ones. Um, one is I, I told you about my, my wife passing away. Uh, and three years later, actually a little while later, I started dating a a wonderful woman and three years after my wife had passed away, we ended up getting married and, uh, she's been great with the kids. She's never had children and she got to inherit two teenagers and, uh, who had lost their mom. And, and the stories I could tell you sometime, maybe not on the radio, (laughs) Of, of that was just, we now look back on it and we laugh pretty hard, but at the time it was interesting, but the the, 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 the little one that is kind of cute, I was recently, very recently um, I'm like many people in our area, a relatively impatient driver. Um, I try to drive, you know, well, but I don't always drive the way Jesus would like me to drive. <laughs> but the other morning I was coming out of my driveway and I said, I'm going to be patient today. I'm just going to you know, slow down a little bit, take my time, you know, all that. And so I'm, kind of meandering my way to the end of the neighborhood and, and I'm still in that mode of I'm going to take my time and I get to the end and there's a school bus coming. So in my old days, I just would have run out. It wasn't, it would have been easy to run in front of them. It wouldn't have been dangerous. I just you know, would have more just sped out in front of them. But I said, Nope, I'm going to be patient today. And I waited for the bus to pass by and patiently got behind the bus and Wouldn't you know it? That bus stopped every hundred yards for the next mile to pick up kids, and 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 I just felt. At first, I was frustrated, and I I literally started laughing, and it was like God's way of reminding me that He's in control of this, Um, and He's in control of everything, and you just got to remember that.
0: That's a great story. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Ted Davies, Chairman and CEO of Altamira Technologies Corporation. Be sure to follow us on our podcast. You can find us uh, on. Apple and uh, on all the major podcast platforms. Ted, thanks so much for joining us. Have a great day.
1: Thanks, Carl. Enjoy talking to you.
0: Yes, I gotta have faith. You have been
1: listening to Faith at Work with Carl Grant, brought to you by AirAccountant.io.